Hi, my name is Redka Shea and continuing with the secrets theme, um, I wanted to tell you a secret about land. Um, and it's a secret that isn't a secret, in other words, it's been announced before but not obviously to the whole world, I don't think. Anyway, I may have covered a little bit about it already, but it's about the land mass. So, as you know, obviously, the world is covered by land and sea. And back in the day, what used to happen, well, to me anyway, was that we used to go on voyages, um, exp what we called them adventures, and we used to explore the world on a boat, obviously. Um, and this is back in the day when obviously there were no motors or electricity or anything like that. And we'd have these most amazing adventures. Um, and what used to happen was sometimes we'd get stuck in the middle of the ocean somewhere and we'd all be like, oh, when is it going to be any land? We need to get off this ship. We get a bit stir crazy. Um, and sometimes we used to go to the crow's nest, which was a bit of a punishment, but also it was kind of fun as well. So sometimes it was really scary and I didn't like it. And other times I'd volunteer to go up. So it was different. But usually there was somebody, I don't know if they called him the crow man or, or whatever, but anyway, you used to go to the crow's nest, which is basically the, the highest part of the ship that you can go to, to scout for land, and then shout down, Oi! Land! And then everyone would run to the deck and look over to see if they can see it, <laughs> basically. And land from sea, um, if you've been on a cruise or anything like that, you probably know, is a kind of green haze. It's like got a yellow line, and then which would be the sand, and then a green haze, um, if it's really far away, of course. Anyway, so we used to be like a bit desperate sometimes to get to land because we were like, oh my god, we're lost in the middle of this expanse of ocean, and we don't know where we are. Let's just get to some land before something else happens, like I don't know another storm or or something. Um, Anyway, sometimes what used to happen was, before we even got to land, we used to, um, somebody w might have mistaken a sponge for um, a piece of land, um, like an island or something. And the sponges are like naturally occurring sponges. They're living creatures that live in the sea and they just grow really big. And my theory is that that's how um, new landmass is created naturally by these sponges that get bigger and bigger and bigger until they reach a point where they can't move anymore because they've gone um to shallow waters or maybe they have they've just got so big that they breached the sea and they're now growing above sea level and therefore as long as they're growing they're they're not inhabitable because obviously they'll be like really bouncy which they are kind of actually wet wet sponges are really bouncy and they used to have be little ones that used to float around and we used to play on those um as long as there weren't any sharks or anything um and they were soft and, and lovely um but they fill up with water and sink again so they kind of come up for a little bit and then they go down um I, mean, I think manhattan is a sponge and manhattan is a sponge that will break and return to the sea again, um, eventually, not straight away, obviously, but um, it is a sponge. But America isn't a sponge. Um, so what happened with England was God created England, fair enough. And before England was created, there was Europe and Russia and China and um, 
some countries weren't invented yet. Now, I can't remember whether Africa was already invented or not. I say invented, was already there before or not. But I think the shape has changed. I think it has become bigger than it was if it was there before. India has become bigger than it was. America wasn't there before. Um, I don't think Mexico was there. Um, I don't think South America was there either. There might have been some islands. Jamaica and all those Caribbean islands weren't there before. Greenland, I don't think, was there before. There's quite a lot of landmass that wasn't there before. And what happened was, because there was so much land, um, sea, and we always got stuck in it, and the voyages were treacherous sometimes, um, we decided that we might as well just have some lands a bit nearer to, to go and explore. So it wasn't just simply a decision just like that. This is just something us wishing that there was land <laughs> nearer, basically, in nice clement weather, which um, we then invented, what well, I then invented, uh, America and South America, which then changed shape because of the sea. And I don't think Australia was there either. And anyway, so I invented some landmass. This is like way back when. Anyway, I tried to make it go away, but it then came back again. And I didn't do it the second time. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this is still in the time when maps being created, obviously. But also when people sometimes thought, and including me, that the world was flat. And that the water just ran off the edge. <laughs> Didn't know where it went. Um, and the seamen were like, no, don't be silly, don't be stupid. When you're in the middle of the sea, you can actually see the curve of the globe. You can't see it, obviously, if you're just, if you're on land. But there's, in the middle of the ocean, you can see the curve. And that's when I believed them. But then, of course, I forgot again and thought the land was, uh, the world was flat loads of times. Um, so this wasn't, this was common. People didn't know how the world was mapped out. They didn't know if it was flat or not. Um, well, some people did, but quite a lot of people didn't know whether it was flat or not. And um, so what happened was, was that with extra landmass, there was less sea, obviously. And in the Armageddon, what happened was the ocean was basically polluted but also it was because of the um global warming and stuff um the sea animals were dying and people overfishing and they couldn't breed in certain areas and or basically sea life was depleting animals were well sea sea animals were becoming extinct as well as land animals um so not only was there a reforesting plan but we were fighting against what was such a bad situation. We sometimes lost and sometimes won so in different areas and so forth. So it's just like continuing. We've got to continue to do this until it's completely... We've reforested everywhere. We need to reforest, basically, and put loads of vegetables and fruit trees everywhere so that all the animals have something to eat, as well as the humans. Um, anyway, there were whales. The whales had, could not... The whales were depleted, obviously, because of whaling, which happened before. Now, I think it's mostly banned. Um, but whale, whales' stock was being depleted because of the changing currents with the um, global warming. There was changing currents. They were being beached. 
um, they were going in the wrong direction and, and dying and stuff like that, all sorts of stuff. Um, and Australia apparently is getting in the way of the whales because there was a Gulf Stream, is it Gulf Stream they call it? I don't know. Anyway, a stream of warm water that goes from, if you like, I don't know what sea it is, <laughs> the English side of Australia, as if you're coming from England to Australia, this side, this stretch of ocean in between, warm water from that side going to the other side of Australia, which is now blocked because of Australia. And the whales told me about this, and so did the dolphins, and saying this is just not on this. It means they have to swim around. They don't like swimming around. They want to sleep, swim in the stream. So, obviously, I was thinking, well, you know, I can't just move Australia. Um, I can make Australia smaller, and that should help, but it's still slap band in the middle of their stream. I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And one of the dolphins was like, yep. Yeah, there's, we chipped away at some of the side of Australia, made like a little uh, tunnel bit so that some of the warm water could go through it. It wasn't actually a tunnel, it was more like a groove in the side where no one lives there, it's just, you know, land. Um, with some of those, you know, those machines that they use for the Euro Tunnel, them kind of things. And I think that kind of helped because there was loads of dolphins there playing, they were happy. Um, but it wasn't enough for the whales. Um, and the same is true of the size of America. They, they're not liked particularly by the sea world. Um, but the amount of stuff that's happening with, you know, people dropping seashells into the sea to promote um, these mollusks and stuff, which would then be food for other fish and creates reefs and attracts all sorts of marine life um lots of things are happening um with restocking the sea with the things that it needs to basically survive and thrive more than survive we don't want the sea to survive we want it to thrive <laughs> um so in the future and i don't know when it's probably a long time um these issues would need to be addressed and some of it's been addressed with Australia already because I've said the, the groove in the side of Australia is, is much appreciated. It brings warm water where they want it, it the slipstream, if you like. Um, so there's quite a lot of work that needs to be done or correction that needs to be done. Lots of the landmass that we have was not there. Now, if you think about that in terms of what happened there after years, centuries later... When loads more figments were invented, people used to think, okay, there's there's a blank bit of land. We need to put loads of people. Well, that's what they thought anyway, and invented loads of people to populate this extra landmass, which is not natural. Nor is it natural for the human, oh, I say human, the figment or human population to be this big, as big as it is. That's another thing that needs to be addressed. And yes, it will be years and years and years, but there are people that really don't want to be here. Knowing the truth of what's happened, they just like, no, I don't want to be here. And I have promised, and this is from last time around, I have promised that um, they can go. Not in a horrible way, they're not suffering or anything like that. I don't mean anything like that at all. I mean, like in the figment party, which is what we used to have. When, uh, I say used to, it's the first time I think we had it was in last time round. Those of figments were invented in England. 
Uh, I don't think it happened anywhere else, maybe just in England. Um, or maybe in... It might have been in Australia we did one or two. Um, anyway, so in England what we did was... It was over the radio, so they might... I don't know if it was recorded, if there might have been a recording about it, where by people knew that they'd been invented, they didn't have anywhere to live, they didn't have any uh, way of feeding themselves because they didn't have money, they didn't have a job, they didn't have any skills... Um, basically they're on their own but they're on their own in a group of a thousand or something there was just like loads and loads of extra people with nowhere to live and stuff and the government didn't have any money because they disappeared all the money and all sorts of stuff so we decided that you know what these people are just it's not like they're someone's children and that sounds cruel but it's not what I mean it's like they've just been invented they've been invent- around for maybe a couple of weeks they've had enough and I was thinking, do you know what? We can't do anything. So the best thing to do is to say, look, you know what? This being invented is a mistake as far as I'm concerned. People shouldn't have been invented. But it's happened. So I think in South London, on the common, Streatham Common, it's a flat park, really flat park. Anyway, um, we decided to have um, a rave. I think Trevor Nelson was there and some other really good DJs. And, um, yeah, yeah, we were, we had a big cocaine cloud there. And it was just brilliant. I mean, it was such a good rave. And it was sort of like the, the rave to send off. It was summertime, so everyone was outside. It was, like, all gated off and everything. And it was free to go in, but you had to, on the understanding, that we would turn the lights on, which would then disappear people. So it wasn't a rave for the sake of having a rave. It wasn't a normal rave. We called it a figment party, which meant, and it was on the radio saying, if you want to go, then don't, if you've got family, if you've, you know, don't leave your family out because obviously you don't want to, you can't have a mum going in there and leaving her children in the house or anything, something like that. The whole family has to go. Um, So it was a kind of um, individuals that had just been invented, but also um, families went there as well if they didn't want to stay. And um, we had a big coat cloud as well because we thought that would be brilliant for everybody. And obviously there was drinks and whatnot on um, and stuff. And it was just such a good party. It was just, music was boom, brilliant, brilliant. Loads of dancing and everyone was jumping up for the coat cloud. And um, yeah, one of them, we had more than one coat cloud. The biggest one I saw, we were jumping to try and catch it, but the wind blew and it blew <laughs> <laughs> it blew right over us. We were like, <coughs> um. So at the end of the pigment party, and not everybody disappeared because um there was quite a few people that were crashing the party, just thinking it was a party. So we stopped doing it. Um, but really, it should have been just figments, and they had like a section. I think they sectioned it off. Anyway, so I was thinking, I can't let this coat cloud. Do you know how much money that is? That cost me a lot of money. Go without anyone catching it, because there were uh, we were the point was that they were supposed to the music would turn and everyone would just like jump in and jump into the coat cloud um so i got into the car and i was like following this coat cloud down to the coast and we were right on the cliff me and trevor nelson i started crying when i saw that coat cloud just flying right over us <laughs> and go out to sea i was just crying but it was absolutely a brilliant party and um, there was we had a few different parties there's loads of them and that's what I'm thinking would happen again. Might not be. Might be something completely different. Um, because people thought it was a normal rave. So they don't think they didn't want people to go there if they 
they didn't want to go and didn't realise and we couldn't get them to realise because everyone was just going, but it's a party, it's a party, man, what are you talking about? Anyway, um, so that is a promise I will keep, definitely, for people. Um, and obviously this is a future time soon and I'm not going to, probably won't organise it personally. It will be organised by the government and police and whatnot. Anyway, just to say that is something that's going to be addressed, the land mass issue. Would Land mass will get smaller um, and so will populations. Um, anyway, that's me, Red Gachet. Thanks for listening. Bye.